TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to 100 Not Out, featuring your hosts, Dr. Damien Christoph and Marcus Pierce. Hello and welcome to 100 Not Out, a weekly show dedicated to helping you master the art of aging well. My name is Marcus Pierce, and I am here with the pharaoh of nutrition. He is the co-founder of the Wellness uh-huh. Couch and the Wellness Guys. He's King Damo. How are you, pal? <laughs> I've been king and prince today. It's been amazing. King? Great to be here again. It's it's very one hundred uh, not out HQ. One hundred not out HQ is an inspiring place. And oh, our no. next guest walked in here, and she said, "I just love the energy of this place." Yeah. And you know what? Not only when you talk and live and breathe the one hundred not out lifestyle, we have a beautiful family. It's only natural that a beautiful energy would uh, be felt in here. And we've got a beautiful energy with us today. Wendy Stewart, welcome to 100 Not Out. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. It's Lovely very exciting. To be here. It's exciting for you to be here. I'm going to tell everyone listening and watching a bit about your story and why you're in and why you it. are joining us. Wendy has been part of the Wellness Couch tribe for at least a couple of years. I know you'd say you've been listening for longer than that, but we've known you for a good couple of years. Uh, Wendy's attended uh, the, the two out of two wellness breakthroughs, um, wellness summits. Uh, two out of two. Two out of two wellness breakthroughs. We've only done two. Oh, breakthroughs. Yeah, yeah wellness yeah. breakthroughs. Yeah. Um, but most importantly, must be a bit confused. Most importantly, <laughs> we've been able to observe close hand the incredible uh, lengths uh, that Wendy's gone to to improve uh, her health. Wendy hasn't just gone on an up down up down volatile roller coaster on again off again all the rest of it. Like when, a lot of people do. Like a lot of people do. Whether it, whatever stage of their health journey. Absolutely. So the reason why we wanted to bring Wendy onto 100 Not Out today is because she's a living, breathing example of the adventure that life takes us on. And Wendy is staying in line. She's not getting out of the car. She's persistent as they come. And we wanted to bring Wendy on today to really share that story, that adventure, that way, because Wendy's way is now a part of the Wellness Couch Podcast Network. Because as I said to Wendy many months ago, don't start Wendy's way when you get to the end. Mm. Because people are going to learn a hell of a lot more about themselves when they see you on the adventure that you're on. So, Wendy, welcome to Wellness Couch. Thank you. Well, you're the one who actually lit the fire within. All of you, the Wellness Couch did that. Breakthrough number one did that. But doing your blueprint, and, you know, I remember you saying to me on one of our final coaching calls that, you know, why don't you tell your story? Why don't you have a podcast? And I'm just looking at you going, yeah, as if. But (laughs) you gave me the opportunity at Summit last year to get up and speak in front of a room full of 700 people which was empowering, inspiring. And in that moment, yes, I had my aha moment. It was like, this is what I was meant to do. The world needs to hear this. If I can do it, everyone can do it. And there are people out there who need to be inspired just by ordinary people. And so Wendy's Way went live today on the wellness couch. And I'm just so proud and so excited. And I couldn't sleep last night. Yeah. And first of all, I was getting interviewed by the two gurus today. And then, you know, <laughs> the podcast launches. I don't know about that blue shirt, but anyway, moving right along. <laughs> doesn't hold back. I really don't like it. My blue shirt? Or oh, I love, blue no, shirt. I love yours. Yours is purple. Welcome, you welcome have, to my home. You could have won purple. Yeah. You could mm. have won purple. Amazing. Do you have a purple shirt? No. Oh, we need to get you one. It's so 2005. Yeah. Mm. Anyway. Anyway. Good luck, Richmond. Move on. Yeah. So, so move um, on. Anyway. So, <laughs> Wendy, it's a, big, it's a big deal, Wendy, to be um, involved in a podcast because you then bear responsibility. Not only do you share a journey, um, but you bear responsibility and, uh, and people will come on your journey because they want to learn Wendy's way. Now, how have you handled 
the, uh, you know, the understanding or the realisation that people are now going to be following your journey and, uh, and holding you to account. How are you finding that? Well, it's went live today. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's there. It's yeah. in living colour. It's live. It's out there. And um, I have to be accountable to everybody who follows me because first I was accountable to myself. Yeah. Then to Dunk, my amazing husband, Marcus, for some of my coaching yes. and other mentors like yourself along the way. But I know that if I don't get up, show up, do it, I don't know how many people. I've got 251 likes on my page right now. And I'm hoping there's going to be more because you're all going to go and like my page, aren't you? Of course you are. And I just know that they're going to want to know every day, every story. Well, did I go Did I go to training? Did I work out? What did I eat? Yeah. Did I succumb to that French fries and gravy? Did I do it? Mm-hmm. There's, no, there's no hiding. Mm-hmm. And I think it's the greatest... Um, gift that I've been given to be accountable to everybody out there and to show them that you have to do it every day. Yes, I'm not going to be perfect every day. You know, I know some of us are, but some of us aren't. Mm. I don't you know. think there is anyone. Else. No, I don't, I don't think so. Lawrence Tam. There always always Mr. Perfect. Yeah. 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 You're just so skin. jealous. You need to just get over yourself. How good is hair? Attitude. You so just need to get over yourselves. Leave Lawrence alone. All right? I actually thought we welcomed you on Love you, Lawrence. Unbelievable. Yeah. 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 That's all good. A bit of charge. You and How's your me. expectation go? That's all good. <laughs> <laughs> just remember where we're from. That's right. We're from the hood people. That's right. Well, you're we're from 3174. 3175 is a little bit. Cool. Yeah, I know. Oh, no. uh, 3170, please, if you don't mind. Okay. Anyway. Don't mind but, No, but I know that. Um, people are watching and they're going to be watching and I'm not even going to know when they're watching. So that for me is like, wow, I'm responsible for this and I'm responsible for everything that happens on Wendy's way and to Wendy. (laughs) So, you know, and I want, I want people to come and join my village. I want people to be part of it, but I want to, you know, empower them to be accountable to themselves Mm. to, you've got to look at yourself in the mirror and say, you are fabulous. And even on the days you're not feeling fabulous, you've got to get up, you've got to put your, gym gear on and just go out there you've got to do it there there is no other way mm. i know there is no excuses there's there's just no other way you've just got to get out there and do it so okay. so the public accountability is obviously a massive thing i think what sure. people want to um know is that don't know a lot about you is how did you get to a point where that level of persistence was big enough because you know damo and i will, will share soon about some of the the massive wins that you've had yes. uh, but there's also been a number of losses for want of a better term um, that for many people would would define their um, their role. Sorry, their, their their attitude in giving up. So tell people about some of the hardships, sure. um, and then what has turned that around to create the resilience to get up off the canvas and, and make a life for this. Sure. So at fifteen, I moved from India to Melbourne. One day I was in Bangalore, had great life, friends, you know, male friends, female friends, just friends, great life, about to go into. University in India, it's all happening. At 15? At, well, you, you finish high school at 15. Right. You finish year 10. Then you do two years of pre-university and then you go into university. So right. it's all, it's same a bit same. different. Same, yeah. same, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I had got into one of the most prestigious um, colleges in Bangalore. I was going to be, you know, I was home and home. Jeez, they, that, didn't, uh, they didn't set the standard very high. Yeah, funny. <laughs> what were you going to study? Funny. Um... <laughs> Economics. Economics. Ah, I think so. Yeah, I was, I was going to do the commerce stream. I ah, think. Cool. It was science or commerce. That's where we all begin. Yeah, wow. exactly. Yeah. And then the letter, <laughs> the letter arrives to say you've got your um, permission to go and live in Australia. You've got your permanent residency. So two weeks later, you're flying to Australia. Never been on a plane before. Never, 
you know, two weeks. It's over. Wow. You're ripped out of there. Here you come and beautiful Melbourne, you know. And I know I was meant to be here. I was meant to be Aussie. I was meant to live here. Mm. But that just, you just do it. It's a grand adventure. You just pick yourself up and go, you know. It's mum, dad, you just do it. You don't you don't realise what you're doing until years later you think of the wrench and changing from one lifestyle to another and you go from an Indian lifestyle to an Aussie lifestyle and I'm just lucky that I made a best friend who was still my best friend at school. Hey, Joey. Um, it's all right, chill. You know, it's all good. I know. Joey. Don't, don't. You don't like that. I don't know if you like that. Song, but anyway. And then, you know, I got a job. I got a job. at. I landed in August. I had a job in Maya by November in Burke Street. Hi. So here I was, Glenn Waverley, catching the train, doing my job. It just, I had to learn the trains. I had to learn how to do this. I just did it. 850. Yes. Yeah. Triple Eight, Swingwell yeah. Road, mate. Hello, right. Up See? Swingy Road yeah. to the Glen Waverley Station with the best <laughs> potato cakes on the planet in that corner <laughs> shop. And you know what I'm talking about. I don't, I don't. I don't do those anymore. It's okay. I don't do them anymore. It doesn't <laughs> exist. So you do that and then life goes on its merry way. You get a job and you, you know, you start going and fast forward to meeting Duncan, which was a blind date that I didn't want to go on, but I went anyway. And, you know, anyway. Funny how the world and, works. Funny how the world works, really, seriously. And <laughs> Duncan will tell so you this funny. story, you know. It's like, oh, my God, you know, he's so, he was so nice that I was like, is he for real or what? Anyway, but he had an MCC membership and he had tickets to the cricket. So I thought, I'll just date him for cricket season and then I'll dump him in. I'll dump him in for next time. This is Wendy's way. Wow. Yeah, well, I'm being honest. Yeah, you want honesty? Here it is. Here we anyway, go. Anyway, fast forward to all this. I suppose we're telling you about difficult times. Anyway, this was difficult times. We get married, you know, we didn't really want to have kids and stuff. And then I started having female problems. And I was like, hmm. Then I got told, you possibly you may not be able to have a child. You may not be able to carry a child. So we went on a 10-year roller coaster of doing every treatment known to man that Western medicine could throw at us. Mm-hmm. So we've done the metformin, the Clomid, which was basically, oh, that should yeah. be banned. Horrendous that should, stuff. That yeah. should, oh, one day I'll tell you a story about what happened on Clomid, but not today. Um, to Clomid, to ovulation induction. Can you to, tell us on Wendy's way? Yeah, I will. All right. I'll tell I'll you. Listen, I'll, tune I'll get Duncan to come on and we'll talk about this and I'll okay. tell you what happened, how I nearly got arrested. Okay. So, seriously, it was not good. <laughs> For the 10th time. I'm glad I'm sitting in the middle here. I'm glad I'm sitting in Day the middle. Demo, punch on. Anyway, so we tried to we do all this. We go through this 10 year journey and at the end of it, I'm sitting in my beautiful doctor's office and he just looks at me and he goes, no. Nah. It's just not going to happen. And you need to have an emergency hysterectomy or you're going to bleed to death. That's as simple as it was. Wow. It was horrendous. So one minute I'm sitting in his office, the next minute I'm calling my best friend's mum, please come and get me. I need to go to the hospital. And I'm in Cabrini and I have a hysterectomy. Wow. Best thing I ever did at the time gave me my quality of life back. Mm. I could breathe. Mm. I was anemic. I was dehydrated. Mm. I had nothing. I have my diabetes was out of control. Everything that could go wrong was going wrong. And I know if I'd stayed on that path, I wouldn't be here. I'd be dead. And Mm. I know that. Um, And then came like, and through all of this, there is my rock Duncan and he cannot do anything. And he will tell you this himself. He felt completely helpless because he's like, he can't help me. He can't do anything. He can just be there and hold my hand. Mm. But do you know what? That's all I needed. And I'll never forget the nurse saying to me, oh, how sad, you'll never have a family, you know, in my tears and whatever, morphed up on whatever drugs I was on. I was like, I do have a family. He's sitting right here. This is all I needed. You know, I knew even drugged out in that moment after my op that, no, I have Duncan. I have everything. I don't need anything else. I'm okay. As long as I have him, I'm okay. And for us to get through that, 
sanely without falling apart, without not being together? Because you hear all these horror stories of people doing IVF and not even making it to the end of cycle one or all that stuff. You know, Mm. I've heard it. I saw it happen Mm. where I was. Mm. So we do that and it's like, okay, we can cope with this. We can cope. If we can cope with that, I think we can cope with anything. So, And we've just got about of being the best aunts, uncles, godparents we can be and loving all the little people in our lives and the younger people in our lives. And we're so blessed to have them all with us. But I think adversity creates... Do you think Lawrence is a little person? No. <laughs> Lawrence is a rock star. Stop it. It's okay, Lawrence. I got you back. Always. Don't you worry. No, she's Don't done. be mean to Lawrence. I'll take you. All right. But you were going on. All right. No, I don't know what I'm saying. Okay, now. so, oh, so can, I can I pick it up? Can I pick it up for So you, you've gone through a number of life challenges. Yes. And at some point, you decide to turn it around. Yes. What was the turning point? Because if you obviously spiral. From what I know, I'll fill in a couple of the blanks. From Go what I know, it. you weren't always obese. For one, you said you were more like my wife Sarah, more like tall and slim. Totally. And then a lot of that uh, medical intervention and all the yes. rest of it, and then uh, food choices and all the rest of it. But at, the, at some point. You said, enough's enough. Um, I'm turning my life around. What what was the catalyst? How did it unfold? I think about five years ago, it was just like we went to play soccer with the kids. It was school holidays. I was looking after my friend's kids and we went to play soccer. I couldn't get on the ground. I couldn't. I could barely run. Never mind about run. I could barely walk. This is after the them. hysterectomy. This is after all, all of this. I'm, yeah. I'm talking five years ago. The hysterectomy was 2007. So, you know, yeah. um, 2010. And I'm just like, I can't be this person anymore. I just can't be this tired person. I don't want to be the fat chick on the bus anymore. You know, I just don't. I've told you that before. I just don't. So I'm like, I'm going to do something. So I started, you know, just... And that's when I came across all these amazing natural therapies like kinesiology and um, naturopaths. And I'd never heard of any of this stuff before because it just wasn't in my world. Mm. Aromatherapy, all this stuff. So I started investigating. And fast forward, my amazing friends, Cara, Deb, Jody. Cara came to the first wellness summit alone. And we're all like, you're crazy. What are you doing? You don't know anything about these guys. You're insane. She she texted us from there after the first inning. She said, you've all got to come next year no matter what. And the the passion she came back with after listening to you guys speak at that first summit in Melbourne was like, oh, I want some of that. That led to going to Cindy O'Meara for the day, which led to reading Changing Habits, which led to, oh, my Lord, what have I been putting down my throat thinking I was doing the right thing? Mm -hmm. So becoming a jerfer. And then... For me, as you know, the first wellness wellness breakthrough was my massive breakthrough. Yeah. It was like, I'm never going back. I seriously left my shit up on that mountain over there. So, And I'm never going back from that. So that was like, whew, that turning was point. One. And you were there. You know. Yeah. You saw it happen. So You were there. Mm. You were there. Yeah. I was you were there. The you were holding Kim my hand. Lost in mm. Mm. You, you were, were trying to get yeah. people away from the bushfires. <laughs> <laughs> but you were there for that. So That was incredible, and, wasn't I don't, it? Mm. I don't think I've ever looked back from that and I know you guys were honest with me and said you didn't think I'd finish you said it to me no we didn't think and when you said no when you asked me you said no I don't know and you had you know um, things in place to if that happened what would you do Yeah. but when you asked me as after we came back from that 5k walk in the room in front of everyone what you know did you you must have thought about giving up and I said you know I never did and I guess that's me I just don't give up it might take me a while to get there Yeah. That and I knew no matter how long it took I would get there. Mm. It just, whether it took an hour, whether it took two, I was not going to let it beat me. And it was like, same thing. Duncan, we're walking out of the room and you told us we weren't allowed to talk. He grabbed my hand and he said, whatever happens, I got you. That's it. That's all I needed. 
I mean, if he's not going to leave me, I don't want to be alone in a forest. And as you know, Duncan's challenges with that experience, which I'll leave him to tell you about one day, but he didn't falter. Mm. So if he didn't falter, I didn't falter. And yes, mm. I know I would have done it. But when you've got yourself and Kim and everybody, you know, Lawrence and Brett and everybody just, and I know you weren't exactly there, but you were there too, mm. but everyone's around you. And that photo of everyone holding my hand, supporting me. And I know I can do this because I've got my village around me. Mm. I've got my tribe. It's like, these guys are never going to let me let me fall. Even if I do fall, they'll pick me up and go, it's all right, come on, let's go. And if I, you know, if I hadn't have finished, it wouldn't have been the end of the world, but it would have for me. Mm. So, Wendy, you've got all this inspiration, which I love. And inspiration is is what creates change. Motivation can signal change, but yes. inspiration creates it. Yeah. And so I love that you're inspired. And and And... I don't want to discount anything here at all. And inspiration for you is Duncan, quite yes. clearly. Right? Yes. What happens if Duncan falls off the rails? Yeah. What happens if Duncan falls off the rails or he says, it's okay, you're falling off the rails, that's okay. How do you get back up? Because your inspiration lives with you the whole time and is the same age as you and has the same responsibility as you in the relationship, you know, age mentally. Like, it's the, you're both so dependent on each other, making yes. sure this works. So how, how do you safeguard that? How do you fail safe it? Well, it does happen, believe it or not. Like, there's been mornings I don't want to go to training. Mm. It happened a couple of weeks ago. I was just like, no, nah, I'm done. I just, I just had nothing left. The tank was empty mm-hmm. because I hadn't been doing the self-care that I needed to be doing. What is that? What's your self-care routine? So it's the, you know, be kind to yourself. Mm -hmm. Like get the oils happening, get the exercise happening, have a hot shower, sit down, be quiet, be still, meditate, read a book, Mm. watch a crazy, stupid Real Housewives of something, just watch mindless. (laughs) Well, that's my my go-to. Chill out. It's rubbish. I don't have to think about it. It's fun. It's entertaining. I don't have to be intellectual about it. I know how I don't want to live my life when I watch that show, but that's okay. Oh, that's how I want to live my life. No, no, you don't. (laughs) How much fake talent are you going to put on yourself? Seriously. That's what we do every morning. You make yourself like a bad well, thing. Well, some you? of us have it built in, baby. Yeah. <laughs> but Duncan actually, came, oh, sorry, Bob, came and actually put my socks and shoes on. I'm lying in bed and he just grabbed my leg and put my sock on. That's great. And he's going, mm, you're going. Mm-hmm. Don't care. And he goes, well, I have to go and you have to drive, so you have to go. Mm-hmm. I went, oh, yeah. I was cursing and swearing and, you know, calling him everything. You know, well, anyway, whatever. Love you, Bob. And you know, he's like, okay. And I get there and I'm fine and I'm good and yeah. I want to be there. Yeah. And for Dunk, Dunk's addicted to chocolate. Mm-hmm. And I've had this conversation with you in the clinic not so long ago. Mm-hmm. And I found a stash in the house. I don't buy it because I don't eat it. I don't like it. So, and I found it. And I was just, okay, I have to be cool about this because you know what? It's his journey. He's and, got and you pick your battles. I pick yeah. my battles. And we spoke about this this morning, didn't yes. we? Yes. Yeah. Did not, you? Not oh. in particular about you and Dunk, but we were really? speaking... <laughs> Well, maybe you were, maybe it was secret, but we were talking about um, the degrees to which you would get fired up. So, for yes. cigarette smoking versus chocolate, oh. there'd be something different, there'd yeah. be a different sort Absolutely. of response Absolutely. versus missing the bus or, you know, or whatever else. The way I looked at it is okay, it's one chocolate bar. Yeah. It used to be a lot more than that. It used to be a large French fries and gravy for me, it mm-hmm. used to be a massive slab of chocolate for him. Mm-hmm. It was one Cadbury dairy milk, plain Cadbury. I'm not saying it's right or wrong or anything. And I just went, okay. And he goes, I know you're disappointed in me. I said, I'm not disappointed in you at all. I said, I know I've had a bucket of hot chips and I'm probably going to have another one eventually. But, you know, and I was like, okay, let's just try to do this better. And he goes, and he said to me, oh, you finding that rapper was just, oh, Lord. 
Yeah. You know, she's she knows. It's good, to be, it's good to be caught. Yeah. Mm. It's good to be caught. Yeah. Good to be caught. Yeah. 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 And I said to him, did you? He goes, I just forgot it was there. You know, and yeah. he just pulled out his keys and put it on. The, and out came the rapper on the kitchen bench. And I just went, hmm? okay, all right, no problem. You know, and I just, same thing. I was so, I was so mad with him. But this is the good question. I let it go. I let <laughs> so, it go. Because it's not, that's not the fight. Yeah. If, you know, a packet of cigarettes had come out. Oh, my Lord, fathers. Yeah. Find another house to live in, buddy. Yeah. Yeah, living in mind. So, so what are the expectations that you guys have set? I mean, this is uh, something that people are going to learn about yes. when they're watching and listening to Wendy's yes. Way. But yes. for you to get upset about that, there's clearly an expectation that's not being met. So what agreements of commitments? Like, uh, you know, as Damo says, a great question. If Dunk falls down, does that mean you fall down? If no. you fall down, does that mean Dunk falls down? No. What, what agreements have you set in place? Have you set in place that there's no chocolate? Have you set in place that there's no uh, chips and gravy? Like, what are the expectations that you two have on each other? So, chocolate and chips and gravy is a sometimes, very rarely sometimes. It's a once a month. It's a once a month, so right? that's the number? That's once the number. Month. Yeah, no, right? good. We went to the footy, and I remember you talking about the donuts with, with Jack Jackson yep. at the footy. Yep. Same thing, we've been going to the footy. Yep. And I said to Dunk, we used to do this. I mean, he used to eat it, I used to buy it, he used to eat it, because I don't, you know, I'd eat the outside of it because I don't like the jam anyway. And I went, if you want to have it, I have no problem because this is a one, one-time thing. Yeah. We don't do this all the time. Said, you know what? I don't really even want to. Fine. Yeah. Perfect. Our thing is we're not going to be 100% jerk. You know, we want to be jerk as much as we can, and yeah. we are. But every now and then, you know what? It's okay to have some chocolate. Yeah. And my thing was, let me buy you some really good chocolate from Damo's Clinic next time I'm there. And I did. I did and I did buy it for him. And I said, here you go. I'd rather you ate this. Or the milk, or something loving it, or something really good, yeah. which he loves. Yeah, yeah. And he goes, "Yeah, it was just." I said, "No, it wasn't a moment of weakness. You wanted chocolate. Yeah, <laughs> it's not a crime to want chocolate. Yeah, it's a human and experience. A human exactly. experience. Exactly. So, and you can't be like just eating. Yes, we we eat jerk. You know, ninety nine percent of the time, but that one percent of the time, okay, have the hot chips. Have yeah. the, you know, let's now, Wendy, seven two one. That's right. Eighty twenty Pareto's yes. principle. Now, yes. Wendy, this is one hundred not out. This podcast yes. that you're on right now, not Wendy's way. But I'm interested to find out why the heck are you doing this? Because in um, in one hundred not out language and one hundred not out world, we've learned that food's not that important for longevity. Uh, so, what's your ultimate goal? What What are you trying to achieve? Why are you going on a journey and sharing it with the world? I want everyone to live their happiest, healthiest lives possible. Mm-hmm. That's what I want for myself. That's mm-hmm. what I want for you guys. That's what I want for Duncan. Everybody in my world, everyone who's in my village, that's what I want. Nice. So I realized that there wasn't really a voice of someone who's in the journey at the moment as, as much as I am. Mm-hmm. Like I want to lose another 30, 40 kilos. That's a long, you know, that's a long road to go on. That's a long way. Yeah, it is yeah. a long way and yeah. it's my way. So it's at least can, 40 episodes. Yeah. Oh, God, yes. I know. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, like, if I can do it, anyone can do it. So why can't I be the poster child for, hey, let's let's try this. Let's try it. The slow, sane, let's not, you know, not everyone can go on The Biggest Loser and have all that happen to them. And I don't think that's the healthiest thing anyway to do that. I'd agree with um, you. Yep. And so, you know, let's be real about this. We're, we're going to have real people problems. We're going to have kids that get sick. We're going to have husbands that get sick. We're going to have all sorts of stuff that happens to us. I mean, you guys know what I've been dealing with in the last few months with family members being ill and all that good stuff, but you've just got to pick yourself up and go. And I don't expect to be perfect. I mean, not perfect is not a good word. I shouldn't use that. I don't expect to be 100% on top of my exercise, my food, my fitness, my self-care. That's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Some days I am going to sit in my trackies on the couch and watch reruns of the whole football games 
and sit there with cups of tea, whatever. Oh, boring. By the way, fourth one coming up, 2016. <laughs> you heard it here first? Anyway. So, you know, there you go. Um, all right. Now, people are going to want to know, and I, I've, I know some of the answers to this, but people are going to want to know, right, this is all, this is all awesome, um, but... Tell me the runs you've got on the board. They want to know what's already happening because we know what's been going in the last couple of years. Yeah. If people are just seeing this for the first time, they go, all right, well, but how, how can we really know that you're going to lead the charge here, be the voice? Now, mm-hmm. the reason why we decided to bring you on the wellness couch was because you have been consistent over the last couple of years and we have a, a faith or belief that you will be consistent over this 30, 40 uh, kilo adventure. Uh, yes, there'll be tough times and all the rest sure. of it and that's great, um, but... I know there's been some pretty big victories. Yes. Share with the listeners and the viewers what the victories for you have been since you decided that you would improve the quality of your life. Sure. So my biggest victory to me personally is I am a type 2 diabetic, but because I had a hysterectomy and I was going to be under for five hours, they had to supplement it with insulin. Mm-hmm. So I've had been taking insulin since 2007. I got off my insulin last year with diet, health, exercise with my GPs. Um help and support and my naturopath and everything like that. But then I ended up getting pneumonia in September and I was really, really sick, as you know, for quite a while. Mm-hmm. So I had to go back on because my blood sugars were not being regulated. Anyway, four weeks ago, I'm off my insulin and I don't ever want to go back there. So that That's is good. my massive victory. Mm-hmm. And the other one has been a 23 kilo weight loss over 18, 19 months. Mm. And that's in its three dress sizes. And it's just amazing. And those are my two, you know, my, my big things. 23 kilos. It's a lot. It's but like slowly, almost a third of my but body. But slowly. Yeah. Yes, it is slowly. Yeah. Slowly. And but I, you've maintained your journey. Some people, they need a, a sprint to get there. Sure. And you're sure. obviously there for the marathon. And uh, and it, regardless of how you get there, whether it's a sprint or a marathon, the key thing is that at the point where you measure the success, that you continue with a lifestyle that promotes health and well-being so mm-hmm. we're all interested to watch you go over this next 40 kilos and sure. then beyond you know because wendy's way is is this journey right now yes plus what happens afterwards exactly yeah. so, exactly mm-hmm. and you know i'm looking forward to sharing most of it i don't know if i want to share every gory detail but most of it and you know what what do i want i want to be healthier i want to go on massive overseas trips you know maybe you'll do another ikaria that i don't feel well enough to go on at the moment and i know i went to the northern Territory territory last year to Alice Springs, Ayers Rock with Duncan, and I wasn't the fat chick on the bus. I could do the walks. Mm. And they were, you know, 2K, 3K, 5K walks. I did them. The 5K was a bit dodgy, but anyway. <laughs> so but I, got, I got there. I got there. And I was like, I didn't have to sit on the bus because yep. my legs couldn't do it or my feet couldn't do it or I couldn't do it. My brain couldn't do it. It was like, and that's, I want more of that. It's like this drug. It's like I want it. I want it bad. So, you know, nice. I want to go on the big adventure with Duncan through Canada, through Italy, through wherever we decide to go. You know, around Australia in, in a car, Duncan thinks caravan, but that's so not happening. <laughs> I don't care. So, Wendy, where are you starting? So, you've, you've lost 23 kilos. Um, you've got 35 to 40 to go. What's your focus at this point in time? So, when people tune into Wendy's Way, what are they expecting to get from you at the moment? Are you, are you focused on lifestyle? Are you focused on diet? Are you focused on habits, rituals? Are you focused on on food or exercise what is, what's your primary focus at the moment that you were trying to nail that you're teaching people so right now it's about moving mm-hmm. i wouldn't even call it exercise i call it moving sure just get up and move whether it's walk to the letterbox mm. and back i used to set the timer on my kitchen um little kitchen timer 
for 30 minutes and walk around the house because mm. I didn't want to walk in the streets. Yeah, sure. So I just walk around the house. Yeah. Or go to the local pool and walk up and down in the hydrotherapy pool because yeah. I didn't even have the energy to swim. Yeah. So that's what my, my thing is movement at the moment because I've got to be, I've, I need to move more. Yeah. I move enough, but you know, I move plenty, but I need to move more. Mm. And jerfing, just, just eating real food yep. and doing that 90% of the time. Okay. You know, or even 100% of the time. And that's my focus. And on my show, I want to have like everyday people doing inspiring things and helping everyone. Like, you know, there's a few episodes coming out with all sorts of different people and, you know, what they're doing and what's making a difference in their lives. And you're just learning from them and going, there's no right or wrong answer. One size does not fit all. Mm -hmm. So find what works for you and go for that. So that's where I'm hoping to be at. Nice work. It's been a joy, hey. This yeah. is the this is the as I say, it's been a couple of years in the making, and to see you uh, arrive at this point, and that, as Dam and I by saying, to see what's going to happen over the next couple of years and yep. beyond is really exciting. So congratulations thank once you. again. Great to have you on the couch, Damo. Thank, thank you. you so much for your wisdom, your questions, your insights. And as Wendy says, you know, for a lot of the leadership that you've shown, Absolutely. knowledge that you've shared has contributed to Wendy being here today. Absolutely, 100%, because there's so many messages out there and you just go, no, nah, 80-20. Clarity. You listen, no, no, you listen to all of it, you take it on board and you go, no, nah. and it's brilliant. I love it. So thank you. <laughs> thanks, Wendy. You're you can, thanks, MP. You can find out more about Wendy at thewellnesscouch.com. You can uh, uh, get in uh, touch with Wendy at Facebook, Wendy, uh, Wendy's Way on Facebook. And you wendysway.com.au. Wendysway.com.au. And uh, join Wendy's Village. For 100 Not Out, check us out at thewellnesscouch.com. Go to Facebook, which is 100 Not Out, all spelled out. To find out more about Damo, go to damienchristoph.com and myself, marcuspierce.com.au. Share the love on iTunes. Give us a rating. A five-star one would be great. Write a review. Share it with the world and your friends. And until next time, folks, as always, continue to make the rest of your life the best of your life. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst The Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of The Wellness Couch podcasts.